Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Anime episode 169. So for this episode, I will be discussing or reviewing uh, another one of my favorite animes. And for respect or out of respect for my wife, I will not be bringing in any of my other fictional characters, Malga or Bob. Uh, This will just be me. Um, And the reason for that is solely because... I respect and love my wife, and I don't want to sleep on the couch, but related to that, this is her gateway anime. This is her favorite anime. Thankfully, she has found one that she likes, and at the end of the day, that makes me just happy. I don't even care which one it is. Um, This one's actually an amazing one, fantastically amazing and extremely well done, and as a family, we all really, really like it. Now, it's only two seasons in right now, and yes, I realize I haven't mentioned the name. Uh, But it's only two seasons in right now. Uh, The third season comes out later this year. Uh, The first season is is twice as long as the second. So uh, I'm not sure if it's technically like three seasons worth, even though they're calling it season one and season two. Uh, I guess the logistics don't really matter. But the important thing is, is it's a really good anime. The anime itself is called The Rising of the Shield Hero. And the basic premise is it is what we call in the world of anime, and I'm sure it's in manga and it might even be things well outside of that, um, an isekai. And I'm probably going to butcher both the pronunciation as well as the definition, but an isekai is supposed to be something where your main character, typically your protagonist, um, but sometimes your antagonist, either gets intentionally or unintentionally pulled or pushed into another world. So in the case of, say, Sword Art Online, which is another anime I've talked about, it is considered an isekai, even though the world that he got stuck in was one he willingly went into as a virtual world, meaning he put on headgear, futuristic technology, obviously, and entered into a fantasy world called Sword Art Online um, on this you know, massive labyrinth of uh, a place called Ironcrad. So that would be considered an isekai, even though it's not a separate world entirely. Well, in a lot of anime, and there's a ton of them out there, a lot of the isekais come about because a character died, and some god from some foreign world um, uses their powers to summon them back to life again to serve some ultimate purpose. Well, in this isekai, the main character doesn't get killed. Um, He just happens to do an action, uh, whether this was the trigger or not, and gets sucked into another world. And in this other world, a series of events occur that take him from hero status to a vile and hated character from the standpoint of the other characters of the show. And, And I don't want to ruin it for anyone, so I'll try to leave some of the core details out. But some of the key takeaways from this is, is, is in some isekai, the main character is what we call OP or overpowered. Um, because they're from another world, for some reason that grants them an inordinate amount of power, and they're unstoppable. Um, one of the things that makes this really cool is, is you take a character who has, um, he's, he's obviously the shield hero. So I can tell you that there are four heroes that get summoned, a shield, a spear, a sword, and a bow. Uh, each obviously with very distinctly different attributes based off of their weapons. But the shield is typically a purely defensive, um, I I hate to use the word weapon, but uh, armament. And it's not something that 
easily translates into a person being overpowered. Now, I know I've talked about another anime. In fact, I believe it was the anime I talked about in the last set. Um, the uh, Bofuro, uh, we called it Super Shield Defense Girl. Uh, and she was really big into defense and, and learned how to use that. Honestly, I think they took a page out of the Rising of the Shield Hero to kind of come up with some of her abilities. But he takes something that is purely defensive and works really, really hard, kind of salt-of-the-earth type of efforts to do a lot of really good things for people in a very selfless way. And he's hated and reviled because of something. Uh, it's a show about justice. It's a show about mercy. It's an interesting perspective on both of them, actually. It also is an interesting perspective on different both personality traits as well as, um, let's call it, neurological challenges. Uh, there's a character in there that is a, a perpetual liar. But the question is, is, are they vindictive and evil? Or is it a neurological challenge that's causing that to happen? And can they really be held to the same standards as everyone else's? Well, at the end of the day, wrong is wrong, right is right. And those are both true. But when it comes to justice and mercy... The answer is a little bit harder. Um, and this does, I feel, a really good job of, of trying to uh, focus on some of that. Uh, not to mention growth. It is a huge, huge focus on growth and trying to be the best that you can be regardless of the challenges around you. Um, one of my favorite books I've talked about before is by Brandon Mole. It is part of a series called The Five Kingdoms. It is the fourth book in that series. And the reason why I like that book so much, above and beyond that the story is really good and the characters are really good, is you have a character who is largely, for most of the series, obviously not all of it, but most of the series has had companions, people he's been able to rely on. If he can't do something, they can, or vice versa. Very yin-yang, um, balanced, if you will. And in this fourth book, the main character ends up being alone and in one of the worst possible positions he could have been in in life. And he's got to figure out how to push forward and persist, even knowing that there is a chance he may never truly find the solution to what he's after. And it's all about that will, that will to grow and progress. Well, I see that same thing in this show. You have a person that's being oppressed, right, wrong, or indifferent, um, by a, a civilization that he is intended, the only reason he's there is to protect. And so it's it's really good. So I've talked it way up. Um, it's entertainment. And because it's entertainment, it's like art. It's, eye the, it's all in the eye of the beholder. Some are going to like it. Some are going to hate it. One thing I will say is it does have pretty amazing theme songs, both opening and closing credits. Um, we listen to the music constantly. It's really, really good. So if you get a chance, check it out. The Rising of the Shield Hero. Thanks for listening. Smile, be happy. And have a good rest of your day.